Jordan, welcome to episode four of our podcast, Project 2662, Age Old Wisdom for Young Dreams. And I suppose I am the age old wisdom, Bill Spate, (laughs) and with me is Jordan Oliver, and you are the... Hey, everybody. I am the young dreamer, I guess, here. So definitely excited to be back with Project 2662. And if you all have not tuned into our last episode, episode three, we really, really want to recommend that you go back and listen to Bill. Bill McDermott's interview. He's a music producer from Music Row here in Nashville, and he really gave us a cool kind of walkthrough of his journey from life in New York all the way to having his own studio in Nashville. And now looking at the situation, he is one of the top producers in this city, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. And so how did he get there? And there's so much of that I'm still just immersed in, Jordan, and his journey and the steps he had to take and what he had to overcome and things like that. Because here we are sitting in our dream. I mean, I had the dream of starting a uh, life coaching center, which was did happen years ago in Chattanooga, the Campbell Colony Center. And all of a sudden, I meet a dreamer from Baltimore, Maryland. You've come here with a dream. <laughs> That's right. We meet in a grocery store. Can you briefly remind everybody or tell everybody what you came here from Baltimore to do? Yes. So I moved here about 10 months ago with my sisters, and we really came here to pursue our dream of one day having a retreat center together. And, um, you know, we just kind of keep going through each door as it opens and never would have thought that we would have moved from Maryland to Nashville, Tennessee. But... Um, here we are. So we we have a grocery store encounter. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I go to the grocery store one day to get avocados, milk, and bread. And I don't see you. You don't see me. I do see a sweet little old lady struggling with a grocery cart in the rain. It's a Saturday. And then as I get closer and closer to the door of this grocery store, I see this young lady um, who I think is an employee of this grocery store. <laughs> Uh, take this cart in, and I thought, what a kind uh, act that was. And I thought to myself, I'm going to go tell the managers right now, this is one of your best employees. She just went out and saved a little old lady in a grocery cart. And you see it totally different, Jordan, from your standpoint. Yes, from my perspective. Well, you weren't too far off there, Bill. I had been working in a grocery store for five months. It wasn't that um, exact grocery store where we were that morning, but um, I was just grocery shopping myself. And I see this cart out in the middle of the parking lot. It had been raining. And having worked there, you know, in a grocery store, I thought, I have to go out and get this cart. And as I bring it in, I hear this voice behind me saying, well, that was so nice of you. And I turn around, and there is you, Bill, standing right there before me. And, you know, the rest is history. And we're standing there talking. And certainly I had no idea that perhaps I had come into the grocery store that day, Jordan, to get a podcast, okay? Didn't know they had podcasts at the grocery store. But from that meeting, uh, we are now working together at iCoach Life. We are working on speaking engagements for you, mentoring. Uh, You're already becoming known for mentoring, especially with middle school, high school, and college kids. Um, It's just unbelievable what has happened from what some would say was a chance meeting in the grocery store. And so it's opened up a whole new set of uh, doors for me to go through in increasing this business, 
But more than that, not just for the business, Jordan, for the betterment of mankind. We we said from the very beginning we weren't going to do anything if we didn't have the absolute 100% goal of making this world a better place, of bringing people together, of trying to add something positive to this extremely dark, negative world we're living in. That's right. If, if we're not going to try to, some, to accomplish something way bigger than ourselves, and there's one of our favorite expressions. Yes. If you're interested in doing something way bigger than, our, than yourself, then come join us. That's exactly what has happened. I had no idea I was going into the grocery store that day to purchase a podcast. But here <laughs> Along we with are. your bread and avocados. That's exactly right. But the podcast would never have happened, ladies and gentlemen. I have no problem in saying this. The podcast would never have happened if you hadn't jumped in head first and said, let's accomplish this together. So I had to lay my fears aside or none of this would have happened. Um, Your biggest fear, did you have a fear, the biggest fear when you jumped into this? I'll tell you the, the biggest fear was, you know, was I, this is in my mind what I was thinking, was I derailing in any way from the original dream that I came here to Nashville for with my sisters, which was to open this retreat center. And the reason I say this is because I knew that this was so right because my other dream, that was my personal dream since middle school, was to be a motivational speaker. And so right when I met you, Bill, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I had kind of wasn't really thinking of that right away, that that's what I would be pursuing because I was so focused on this retreat center. But after I met you, you know, it resurfaced all of that. And I thought, you know what? Maybe this is going to be the first stop in that journey, you know, in that dream journey. But I did have that little bit of fear of, am I, am I derailing? Am I, am I staying on the path or, you know, is this a step in that path? And that is something that as um, someone who is going forth and trying to accomplish any goal that comes at us all the time, you know, the do we stay focused or do you take a minute to go off the sideway a little bit from what you thought to see what could come of that? So Jordan, if you go back to Bill McDermott's podcast and guys, please go back and listen to that again, because it is so full of instruction and motivation on how to get to your dream. He has this Friday night show. He doesn't want to play. It's raining. Nobody's going to be there. He's only going to make a few dollars in tips, but he goes on and plays it. When he gets there, unbeknownst to him, two of the top songwriters, two females in country music are there. They hear him. They go nuts over how good he is. And on his path to be this rock star, or he also said he was looking at an instrumental uh, music record deal, these two girls come up to him and say, are you interested in working in our area country music? Take that same story to our unexpected encounter, Jordan. I'm going to the grocery store to buy a couple of items. You're being kind to get a a grocery cart in from the rain. And all of a sudden, we have a situation that if we act on it, incredible things can happen. Look at McDermott's situation. What if he doesn't act on that night and go meet with those two girls? Look at our situation What's the what's the lesson here, Jordan? What's the takeaway? What's what's going on here with these unexpected encounters? I think the lesson here is to be open. 
And, you know, that's easier said than done because being open does um, require a level of vulnerability. It requires a level of risk. It requires a level of courage um, because it is exactly that. You are opening yourself to a possibility, and with that, you don't really know what the outcome is going to be. But with it, you know, you, you do have fears on one side, which McDermott also talked about, but the other side that you have is the opportunity. And you have this chance to meet somebody new. You have this chance to take a step forward in your dream pursuit. And I heard, I heard another speaker say this so well. He said, you know what? Who cares if you take a chance and fail? If it's not the thing, it's going to be the thing that leads to the thing for you. You know, I mean, and I always think about that. We really do have to have this nothing to lose attitude that we adopt when you are pursuing a dream. And especially if you want to be open to things. Okay. So you and I have both then said in this very podcast, fear could have destroyed, could have stopped, could have totally blocked this entire project from happening. So for the folks that are out there listening, that's the number one thing they want to hear from us, Jordan, is how do you get past these fears? How do you muster up enough courage to keep on going and keep on risking and keep on taking chances and keep on walking through doors? What can you tell us on that? This is one of my favorite topics that I am most passionate about confidence. It's confidence. And, um, you know, through this 10 month experience of constantly being in positions of taking risks and fighting a lot of fear myself, you know, that's one thing people who are pursuing dreams and and walking through open doors and they look like they are, you know, taking all these chances. It doesn't mean that they're doing it unafraid. I'll tell you right now, I have been, there's been fear in every, you know, every opportunity that I have walked through. And, So I've been learning a lot about confidence, and I was reading this book that you actually gave me, Bill. It's called Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. I would definitely recommend checking it out. Excellent. Where he interviews a lot of different um, successful people and asks them the same questions. And I was reading the the section here on um, Debbie Millman, who is really big in um, design, and she was interviewing Danny Shapiro, who is a a great writer. And they were talking about courage versus confidence. And this is what Danny said. She said, courage is more important than confidence. When you are operating out of courage, you are saying that no matter how you feel about yourself or your opportunities or the outcome, you are going to take a risk and take a step toward what you want. You are not waiting for the confidence to mysteriously arrive. I now believe that confidence is achieved through repeated success at any endeavor. Mm, That is incredible. Is that that amazing? When Mm. I read that, my entire perspective on confidence shifted. And I say this is passionate for me because I have worked with a lot of middle schoolers, as, as you have said, and teens and young adults for the past going on five years now. And the one route to every single issue that I see or problem that I see them facing has to do with confidence. And so I have been asking myself, how how do you teach somebody to be confident, especially if you may not have grown up with a lot of confidence, getting a lot of confidence from people around you? Where does it come from? And I think this quote answers that question. Confidence, you know, really comes from 
acts of courage. And when we can get enough courage, and it doesn't matter if you feel like the least confident person in the world, you cannot be confident, but you could still be able to muster up courage to try something. Yes. And it is when we do that, sure, we're going to have some failures along the way, but you are also bound to have a success in there too. And when you get that success, that's when you see, okay, I did this. It worked. I think I can do it again. And you repeat it. And that's what she said, you know, repeated success after success builds your confidence. And that is only going to come from trying things and having the courage to do so. That's exactly right. And I love that book, Tribe of Mentors. We may uh, also put that quote on our website because that is a a fabulous quote. Um, What you find, Jordan, is when you study these people all your life, just pick one. Steve Jobs, uh, who's your favorite business person? Uh, Thomas Edison, famous uh, guy who invented the light bulb. Henry Ford, the Ford Motor Company. Study any of those guys. What you find in their backstory is failure after failure after failure. That's right. But they did not let that stop them. McDermott, the same way. He goes in thinking he's going to make a couple of dollars on a rainy night, eat a good vegetarian meal, and go (laughs) home. He comes out of there with his big break to put him in this position that he's in now, that he's now helping all these people who listen to this podcast go for your next step as well. So here's my takeaway from what you just said. makes me think so much. We've got to be willing to keep on stepping toward the risk. We have got to be willing to keep on stepping through our fear. All of us have tried to run in the mud before. It's Mm -hmm. just like running in your fear. It's hard to pick up your right foot. It's hard to pick up your left foot, but you've got to keep going to get where you're going. Same thing is true with when you fail. You are going to fail, folks. You are definitely going to fail, but you have got to keep Going, keep stepping, keep moving toward what is going to ultimately be uh, the the amazing prize that's ahead if you don't stop. That I love, if you don't stop. That has been um, one lesson that has been beating me over the head the past, you know, on this journey here in Nashville is don't stop. It doesn't matter how you feel. You don't, you don't always have to be, you know, happy about your circumstance. You don't always have to, you know, you don't, you don't have to feel confident like we just said before, but what you do have to do is not stop because it's when we stop that is ultimate defeat and until that point there is no such thing as defeat when you're trying there is no real such thing as failure right. you know That's if right. if it is something that leads you to something else only when we stop trying altogether that truly is defeat that means yes. we we've given up right. and that is the only thing that can truly stop us from living out a dream and if I can go back one last time to McDermott, to that great podcast, uh, previous the previous podcast, he said, there's no telling how many times I was scared to death That's right. <laughs> when I took my next step, but I went ahead and took it anyway. That's right. So uh, it's, it's, yes, I am full of fear, but I'm going to take a step. Yes, this may not work, but it'll be the next step toward what is going to yes. work. And for and I know we're going to have other podcasts about exactly how we've gotten to where we've gotten, and I'm I'm so humbled and honored to even be doing these podcasts because 
they are a story of success in just getting this accomplished. This yeah. is number four. So what I would say is, as I end my part today is, guys, keep dreaming. Keep, do not ever let go of your dream, no matter what. I don't care if the audiences around you are all telling you from the right and from the left, you'll never do it, you can't do it, you're a failure. Don't believe it. Keep stepping. By the way, you're never a failure. You may fail, but that does not make you a failure. That's right. You keep on going. I love, I can hear my mom in the background right now, her voice. She always would say, you know, from Nike, just do it. That was always, she loved that model. And she would tell us all the time, just do it. Always kind of jokingly, but we knew, you know, we really learned to adopt quite early in my family this attitude of nothing to lose. And that's what I really want to send you all out with is really what do you have to lose in going for something new? You already aren't doing that thing. Right. If it's new, it's new, which means you've never done it before. So the worst case scenario that can happen is you're still not doing it. Right. You know, that's how right. I really look at everything. The worst right. case scenario is I'm still not in that position. I still don't know that person. It's nothing new than the, what I, where I'm already standing right now. Yeah. So what do you have to lose? Um, you know, life is too short to limit yourself by fearing that you have all these things to lose when, you know, most of it is, is just the idea that scares us. It's actually yeah. not the true reality that dies. And my last comment will be from your mother's Nike um, illustration, which is great. One of the most famous spokesmen for Nike ever is Michael Jordan, who was cut. He was cut off of his eighth grade basketball team. The coach cut him. So what if he had quit basketball at that point? (laughs) None of us would ever know Michael Jordan. None of us would ever be calling him the greatest player of all time, except for you LeBron James fans that think that he's that. And (laughs) we won't debate that today. But we wouldn't know anything about the amazing Michael Jordan had he not fought through his fears. Please, guys, take that and the other examples we've given you today. Keep on going. Get back up every time you fail. And risk, 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 risk until you get to your dream. This has been such an enjoyable episode for me, Jordan. Me too. um, I'm looking really forward to continuing to talk about self-esteem, how to get through your fears, and how to get through the other roadblocks that are out there. Sounds great. Me too, Bill. And thank you all for joining us. Please share this out with all of your friends. Make sure that if you have any musical friends, you tell them about uh, Bill McDermott's interview on Music Row, Episode 3. And um, stay tuned for next Tuesday when we are back with Project 2662. Don't forget, if you want to reach Jordan Oliver or myself, you can go to iCoachLife.org. Jordan is a life coach, a mentor, a speaker. She specializes in mentoring middle school, high school, and young adults. Uh, I am a career coach, marriage coach, speaker myself. We would love to talk to you about how we can get your life to the next level. iCoachLife.org. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time. Let me one more time before it's too